I watched Bird Box and I watched Bandersnatch. Which wait, what is Bandersnatch? You haven't heard of that? I the name sounds familiar and I can't what what platform where do you find Bandersnatch? It's Netflix. Hold on. Now I gotta let me let me look it up. First of all, I'm extremely disappointed that you didn't immediately respond with Bandersnatch. I barely know her. <laughs> I'm I'm now just so disappointed in myself. Bandersnatch. I barely knew. Ah, the hell with it. Oh yeah, everybody! Welcome to the uh, media lunch break. Bring you all. No, we're going in. We're diving in. No, I'm. Br- I could stop okay. and go back. We're not going back. Don't look and don't go back. Okay. Don't look back. Always look forward. Don't look behind you. Just plow on ahead. Don't look in the mirror. This isn't Bandersnatch where you can just change what you did. You can't Bandersnatch this. Okay, you can Bander nor snatch this intro. Eat a lunch break for you all of your comic geek and movie news all the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and make a million terrible Netflix choices. My name is Chris Dream. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know. That was... I mean, it was pretty... I've done some bad intros in my time. This is going to be your best episode. This is going to be... It's the worst intro, which means the best episode. That's usually... I think if you go back into previous episodes, that will be... That is scientifically true. The worst intros... (laughs) Scientifically. If you check the chemical compound of the intros. It's scientifically true. It is categorically true. Statistically true. That the worst intros I have, the better the episodes are. Right. Somebody go back and fact check this. Not Andrew and I. We have too much to do. Yeah. Someone else who has less time on their hands. Which, let's be honest, if you're subscribing and listening to this podcast on a regular (laughs) basis, you have got a lot of time on your hands. So go back. Somebody go back and check that out. I want to. I want to know. Somebody tweet us or hit us up yeah, on Facebook. Some, some computer wizard. Some computer wizard. Just go back and and wizard it up. Yeah. At media lunch break. Please just hit us up and and let us know if that's true. I'm I'm pretty sure that that actually sounds accurate. All right. So you got some news, right? You have news. I yeah. have news. Yeah. All right. I got. Uh, let's see. What do I got? I got a couple of things. I got a few things. I got a little DC. I got a little Marvel. Which one choice is yours? Which one do you want to talk about? Disney. Too bad. I want to talk about Stranger Things. Um, so Damn. they straight. I know you didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so well, I like to, I like to guess Disney because there's a 50% chance that in some way it'll be right. That's true. If you go for the big corporations, that's usually better, but I'll find a way I'll find a crack in there and <laughs> I don't have an end to this analogy. Um, so the stranger <laughs> things season three premiere date has been set and it has been set for July 4th. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, that's right. Is this too far away for a stranger things season three did you finish season two i did i i think it's actually right around the corner i mean it'll be summer before we know it yeah that's that's true i'm i mean i'm super excited about this um one of us in the household finished stranger things season two and one of us in in my household did not was in the middle of season two and then could not finish because they were busy giving birth to a child so 
eventually, I'll probably have to rewatch season two again. Probably. Well, binge- uh, for for everyone on Twitter, send us a tweet and see if you can guess which one is which. Yeah, let's take a poll. And um, it was <laughs> it was not my best move as a husband. <laughs> Sarah's silently agreeing with me on this that she didn't even want to watch it and then i sucked her into it and then she got hooked on it yeah and we binged through season one and we're midway through season two and she went into labor and then while she was recovering from giving the miracle of birth and the miracle of my own child (laughs) to me i went ahead and just finished the episodes without her because i thought well she'll never get around to finishing this now yeah that's how they get you. I know. They trap you like that. And it's true, because she still hasn't finished it. She's had plenty of time. The kid's been alive for a year. Yeah, s- sit him down and watch it with you. Yeah. I'm excited for this. This is, um, remind me, did, how many, let me see, does it say, do we remember how many episodes of this is going to be? You talking to me? Yeah, no, now I'm back to talking to you. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Oh, wait, here, hold on. One, two, Five, six, seven. I think it's only eight episodes this season. Oh, okay. I think it's only eight. I'm could be. I could be wrong. I'm kind of excited. I'm probably not as excited as I was for season two. So forgive me. uh, Were you the one who watched it or didn't? I watched it. I watched all of it. And she didn't. And she watched most of it, and then had to, and then got tied up. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that's an excuse because she got bored. (laughs) Because it was. It's not as compelling as the first season it's good it has that weird diversion plot with 11 like going to pittsburgh or wherever she went yeah the weird spin-off episode in philly was it philly i thought it was pittsburgh i don't give a fuck yeah that was weird i think i think that's one of the reasons they they might be cutting down on the episode numbers is to kind of make it a little tighter yeah it's smart i am in at least a little interested in it i, I i'm interested that it's july 4th they're changing the seasons around which shouldn't be a major thing, but I think that that could play, that they could make a, a kind of a more interesting dynamic to it rather than it being Halloween um, or fall or anything like that. I think that's cool. Was the first one over a... Oh, no, the first one was Christmas, wasn't it? Was the first one Christmas? Yes, because she had the Christmas lights. lights. Yeah, so and Christmas. And the second one was Halloween. Halloween and now July 4th. Fourth Fourth. July. I like that. I like that they mix right. up the holidays. Next one will be spring. Next one will be... Easter. Guy Fox Day. Flag Day. I can't, I'm Festivus. Boxing Day. Kwanzaa's going to be a good one. Let me tell you. Kwanzaa's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to seeing them all with their yarmulkes on for Hanukkah. Yeah, that's going to be. Well, that one better only be eight episodes. That's all I'm saying. Oh, very good. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. We can end <laughs> the episode there. I think that's good. Actually, I think that's good. I would like to see one of them fight a. Uh, what What are those things called? A Bandersnatch. <laughs> A demogorgon. I'd like to see him fight a demogorgon with uh, 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 what are those things called? A bandersnatch. You know the uh, the menorah. You really? I want to see him fight fight. I don't know what's funnier is the fact that you keep using the phrase bandersnatch, or that I can feel you like really trying to make this work. Like you're really trying to make bandersnatch happen, which you're almost there. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't fault you for this. 
You're you're damn close. Hang on. The kids are basically wizards. They can do pretty much anything. So I think they could take out a Demogorgon with a menorah. I don't see why not. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, it would be lit. <laughs> it would, you know it'd be lit. Come on, man. I wasn't using that as a slang. I meant literally it would be a lit menorah. <laughs> That's, they would the, just... The Jew puns, man. I mean, is, is there any other kind? Let's be honest. All right, let's let's move on. I think we've milked this cow for all its worth. What, what else? What, what do you got over there? Marvel is rumored to be young Sheldoning Loki for the upcoming Disney Plus Loki series, and if that's true, this show is going to be a Tom Shiddlestain. <laughs> Two things. One, that's fascinating. <laughs> Two, yeah. Obviously, you came up with that joke ahead of time uh-huh. but i just need to know is there a piece of paper in front of you in which the word shittle stain is written down yeah. can you take a picture of it and just text me you don't even have to do the whole paper i just want to see the word shittle stain written on a piece of paper <laughs> can you just text a picture of that to me? yeah sure thank you so uh the the hashtag shows charles murphy released a report uh, suggesting that Hiddleston will only serve as the narrator of the series, and the story itself will focus on a much younger version of the wizard who will be played by a younger actor. I mean, do, now, do they mention how young? No. Okay. But it does say a child. And this, again, this is just a rumor at this point. Right. This would not surprise me, actually. And actually, now that you mention it, it does make total sense. Yeah. Because a lot of people were going, they're going to do these, these, like, short miniseries and they're going to get these a-list stars to come back and do these short miniseries how the hell are they going to do this and this makes more sense that this is what they would do now if they start doing this with everybody if this starts being like the muppet babies version of the marvel right cinematic universe then it's going to get real <laughs> old real quick i don't this one is actually interesting like this one i i think could actually work really well for this i don't think they'll go super young i i know they say a child that's going to get bumped up to high school or college age. I can almost guarantee it. Sure. They're going to CW this thing. Here, no, here's what I think is going to happen. I, I actually read this in uh, another article while I was doing research on this, and I think this is probably it. So uh, the first thing I want to say, though, is that Young Sheldon, uh, that show is actually making huge amounts of money. Like, people love that show, which is strange. Yeah. But it's not that strange considering, you know, Big Bang Theory also just makes tons of money. of money. Yeah, even though everyone hates it somehow. Right. But the other thing is that one of the things I heard is they are getting Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen back to play Vision and the Scarlet Witch. But one theory is that they might have a child in the show. And if we have Loki and they have a child, we might be getting the Young Avengers soon. Right. I mean, that that's a possibility. Then you get into kind of this weird Defenders thing. Right. Where... But... Maybe that's what Disney Plus wants. I mean, that's possible. But then you have a weird, like, you know, what time period does the Scarlet Witch thing take place compared to the Loki one? Because Loki's obviously going to be in the past, but for them to have a young child that would be old enough to join up with young Loki, it's a, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird, like, I don't understand how they match up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also, um, spoiler alert, they're all dead. why, Why would you spoil that for me? I didn't. I didn't see the movie. I saw the movie, of course. I, I can't even keep going with this bit. Yeah, of course you did. I know you did. It, it's not Justice League. <laughs> I did. Have did you I seen Aquaman? You, yo, I did not see Aquaman. Me neither. I've heard it's not 
like I've heard it's fine. It's not that it's not worth seeing, but like it's yeah, I've heard it's fine. I've heard it's not worth rushing out to go see. Making it the best DC movie so far. Yes. That's the problem. Yeah, I I mean Into the Spider-Verse is still one I have to rush out oh, and go dude, see. Oh dude, it's so good. I know. Everyone keeps telling me it's so good and I know it's so I've good. I've seen it and, 3 times, Chris. Yeah. I I beg Sarah to let us go see it and she said no. I may have to go Emerson see it. Emerson can come. On my own. I that's what I keep thinking. It's colorful. It'll hold his attention. It'll be fine. It's it's got like it's it's got like one swear word and like one orgy scene and that's it. Please. That's light for him. <laughs> He's running cocaine dens in the kitchen. I will say I was watching your reading assignment on the tele- on the television while he was in the room and that beginning i was like mm, should i not be showing my child this and then i thought hey eh, he doesn't know it's all just colors whatever oh yeah yeah it's just people screaming i was like this could be a questionable parenting <laughs> choice and i was trying to like feed him to distract him and he just hardcore like was not look paying he was not paying attention to me yeah. whatsoever and i just saw his eyes intaking everything that was going on and i was like oh jeez what am I doing? And that's the day he became a serial killer. And that's the day that I could feel the therapy bills packing up. So, what were we talking? What were we just talking? Oh, Shittlestain. Yeah, I think this is actually a good way to go for this Shittlestain miniseries. The Vision and Scarlet Witch one having a kid. I don't know how much I buy that. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I don't know how much I buy that. Plus... Elizabeth and Paul Bettany, while being big stars, are not, I would say, are not quite the name that Tom Hiddleston is. Tom Hiddleston has had a couple of things lined up to go. Like, he was in Kong Skull Island, he's been in this, he's he's kind of gotten some stuff under his belt that puts him up a little higher. So he doesn't need or would want to do a miniseries. Whereas Elizabeth Olsen and... Paul Bettany, I feel like you could swing them in there. I feel like you could get them. Maybe. I mean, I I think they are just as big a name as Tom Hiddleston. But see, I think the only thing that they have that's promoting them... Well, Paul Bettany actually has been around for a while. Elizabeth Olsen, I would say, does these and then a lot of independent movies. Yeah. Or not independent movies, but smaller movies. So I think you could swing her, but that's just me. Yeah. Vice director Adam Kay... He's also famous for writing, uh, for directing The Big Short. Right. He's also famous for for Anchorman and Talladega Nights and a lot of the Will, the Will Ferrell stuff. He'd been rumored as one of the directors for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh. However, in that, someone brought that up to him and he was talking and they were saying, you know, is this something you would be interested in doing? And he said, yes. However, he'd prefer, I'll just read you the quote. Silver Surfer is the one I would want to do, man. I would do anything to do Silver Surfer because visually you could do what the Wachowskis did with Speed Racer with the Silver Surfer. Yeah, but make it good. Yes. Silver Surfer movie by Adam McKay. Is that something you'd be interested in seeing? Yeah, 100%, man. I will say, though, I'm, I'm glad he turned that down. You know who I think should direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 if they can get him? Who's that? James Gunn. Yes. I think he'd be, I know he's an off-ball choice. I know. He's kind of off the wall, but I think he'd actually be a really great choice. I don't know that Adam McKay has said no. Oh, okay. In the report I read, at least, it didn't say whether he said no, that, that he said no to doing it. Basically, he's he's like, I'll give you another option. Right. He's been approached to do it. 
Or this could just be rumor that he's one of the ones that people have said he'd be really good at doing it. And so his name is getting tossed around a lot. Oh, I see. And he's like, you know what? Actually, I would do it, but I'd rather do this. Right. Which I wouldn't be surprised if he did do volume three and then was able to parlay that into doing a Silver Surfer movie. I know Silver Surfer is owned by Fox, so Kevin Feige is not going to get into the Fox characters for a little while. Right. But I would not be surprised if by doing if he agreed to do Volume Three, because this is one of, Volume Three is one of those projects right now that I feel like every director is like, no, nah, I don't want a part of that because of the James Gunn thing. Right. And so I feel like he's it's one. It's funny of the- though because I feel that way about the Silver Surfer too and the Fantastic Four. Like I think a lot of people think the Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer are cursed. Well, I think that. Yeah, I can understand why because of the movies, but I think that people don't want to because they would see it as like, well, I wouldn't want somebody to take over my job after I got well, yeah, exactly. unceremoniously fired for some bullshit. Um, however, I would, I could see him, so I could see them having trouble finding a director for Volume Three, and then him going, "Listen, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll direct Volume Three, but if you get, if you let me do a Silver Surfer movie." You know, a kind of a tit for tat type of thing. Yeah, um, it's a good idea. Cause yeah, and he'd be great for it. Yeah. I mean, he'd be great at Guardians of the Galaxy. He right, knows right. he knows how to get a laugh, and he's proven that he's a little more versatile than people thought he was. Going from something like Anchorman to The Big Short and Vice. Right. So I, I think that'd be. I think he, now once I heard his name mentioned, he's actually kind of my front runner to direct Volume Three. I think I'd love to see him direct Volume Three, but I think. Seeing him play about in this colorful landscape that James Gunn has set up with a Silver Surfer movie could be amazing. That is all I have to say on this subject. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, I've been saying all along that like one of the things Marvel is really good at doing that DC needs to learn how to do is getting people who aren't just good action movie directors. They're good directors, right? Right. Like we need... I'm still interested. I think the best way that DC could pull themselves out of this rut is by hiring, you know, the Coen brothers and, you know, the exhumed body of Stanley Kubrick and all those other people like Quentin Tarantino and like, just get all these people who are like off the wall directors who do crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, Marvel has kind of done this, but I think they've almost done it by accident. Right. Um, But if they would just match up directors with material, you know, and not worry about one singular cinematic voice the way that Marvel does it. Like, it would be amazing to see a Swamp Thing movie by Guillermo del Toro. Right. And then a, I know this is never, but, you know, if Affleck somehow had stayed on the Batman movie, but then give Superman, like, to Spielberg or something. Sure. Like, those three guys are very different directors. Yeah. But all those characters would fit those guys perfectly. Well, and it looks like that's sort of the direction they're going with the Scorsese, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. I mean, Todd Phillips is a guy that you wouldn't expect to direct a movie like that, but that's going to... But maybe you're right. Like, maybe that's what they're starting to do. Like, let's take a director who we know is can direct a movie... Not necessarily an action movie, but a movie, and see what he's capable of doing and let him stretch his legs a little bit. Here's another Disney Plus news item. Marvel's new Disney Plus Vision and Scarlet Witch series, which we briefly spoke on, will be written by Jack Schaefer, who also wrote Captain Marvel. There's only one problem. He didn't write Captain Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Who said this? So here's the thing. I, I haven't figured out 
like what the hell this is all about. Uh, I don't even know. Maybe I'm missing something. But here's what I here's the as I understand it. I read a thing that said like, oh, the writer of uh, Black Widow, the upcoming Black Widow movie, and Captain Marvel is now on this Scarlet Witch and Vision series. Right. And I was like, I wonder if they mean he wrote the movie Captain Marvel. Or, because, like, Black Widow, I didn't even know if that was confirmed. So I was like, maybe they just mean he wrote the comics. Right. But then it turns out, no, they meant the movie. I, I found a different article that says he wrote the Captain Marvel movie. So then I checked out his IMDb page. It's not on there. So then I went to the Captain Marvel page. What's, what's this guy's name? Jack Schaefer. It's it's spelled super weird. Jack it's um, J-A-C-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. Okay. But I did a lot of research on this. So hear me out before you go searching too hard. Okay. Um, so it's not on the IMDb page. There's there's 10 people on the IMDb page as writers on the IMDb I'm looking page. at it right now, yeah. And he's not on there. But he is currently writing the Black Widow movie for Marvel. Okay. But every news source is reporting that he also wrote Captain Marvel, including Empire, Geek, Tyrant, Screen Rant, Gizmodo, and Hygien. What? If you search his name in Captain Marvel, a ton of stuff comes up in news under Google. But I ended up searching Google's past news articles pre-January. So, like, I did a custom search. Yeah. And I looked for it from, like, any article from 2014 until December of 2018. Yeah. And it's there's no correlation. There's no news article saying, like, hey, hey this guy has signed on or this guy's writing this movie or whatever. Right. But every news source is saying that he wrote it. <laughs> What the hell? So this is sort of an exclusive, because I couldn't even find anything debunking this. Right, 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 right. That's insane. But if you search the two in Google, you'll see it's all about how he's joining Vision and Scarlet Witch on Disney Plus as a writer. That's insane. I know. And as a reminder, this is reportedly Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen will be reprising their roles as the Vision and the Wizard, respectively. But yeah, he's like nowhere in there. Would you call this a media lunch break exclusive? I would like to. I would like to as well. Then let's. Star Trek Four has officially been shelved. I saw that. For the near future. Yeah. This comes after S.J. Clarkson... Let me just double check that this is this. No, that person's name is Kelly Clarkson. Yes, Kelly Clarkson was set to direct Star Trek IV. No, S.J. Clarkson was set to direct Star Trek IV. She was going to be the first female director of the entire franchise. Yes, of the entire Star Trek franchise. So she would have been the first female to ever direct a Star Trek film. Wow, and that's disappointing. Right. So they, you know, it was back and forth on whether this was happening, and it was in limbo, and da da da, and it pretty much sealed. The fate of Star Trek IV when S.J. Clarkson then signed on to direct the pilot episode for the Game of Thrones prequel series that's going to be happening. Oh. So that pretty much signaled that, that it was pretty much dead. Yikes. So Star Trek IV is officially not happening. I still have to see the third one. You still haven't seen the third one? No. That may be a reading assignment at some point. Yeah, better it's be. pretty easy reading assignment. I can give you. Star Trek IV. The Star Trek III, I wasn't huge on but i like this series i've always been a trekkie trekker whatever you want to call i mean you you actually told me it was much better than you expected what star trek 3 yeah yeah i enjoy star trek 3 i i actually enjoy into darkness the second one more than other people do i think that's a it was a product of just bad marketing more than it was anything else sure because uh, they kept trying to insist that cumberbatch wasn't con yeah and then Clearly, he was Khan, and everybody knew it. And also, the plot of this was going to be really good. I mean, the plot was going to be 
James Kirk, played by Chris Pine, meaning George Kirk, his father, played by Chris Hemsworth from the very first movie. This was Chris Hemsworth kind of like breakout role before he got Thor. And so he's going to reprise that role. So I was really looking forward to this, this whole plot. And the fact that it's shelved, I think that, I think it sucks. I think that hopefully at some point it'll come back in some sort of way. I don't know what this means for the Star Trek franchise as a whole. I mean, we still have Discovery, but... Other than that, I'd, I'd hate to see it just end at these three films. I think this could have gone on for a good long future. I'm going to be honest. It, it would be strange to see Chris Hemsworth, because like, his dad dies in that horrible explosion. Yes. So it would have to be before that, right? Like, Well, so I think the idea was there was some sort of time, yeah, there was some sort of time travel aspect. Right, but, but he would have to be younger than he was when he died, right? Or the same age, which... Chris Hemsworth looks relatively the same age as he did. I don't know about that. Uh, He looks, I mean, listen, the guy has an age too bad. I'm looking at a picture of what he looked like back then, and he looked younger. I just think he looks very different. He's a much larger man. He's a much larger man. Now, that's not to say, but see, for this movie, he wouldn't have to get into Thor shape. So he could, you know, all those guys... They're not, they don't look like that all of the time. I mean, he does. He looks pretty close to that, but he doesn't, I mean, you know, Chris Evans has said like, no, I don't always look like this. I go, they always look fit. They just don't look as beefed up as they do for the movies. So I'm sure he'd actually be more than welcome to it because he's like, it means I don't have to. But they make a new Marvel movie like every 10 minutes. Right. He's he's just pretty much always in constant training mode. So I think that, I think he would have been more well, more open to it. And they would probably reshoot those scenes again. Yeah, maybe. In some sort of capacity. So that way you're you're more just watching Chris Hemsworth of today do those scenes all over again. He was just an older dad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he was just yeah, yeah. Which all all it takes is putting everybody in the same costumes and then just going, "All right, Chris, this is what you did 10 years ago." Yeah, just do the same thing. Say these lines the exact same way again. Or watch the scene again. Yeah, they wheel out the old cart with the big television like they did in high school and they have the little <laughs> they have a little VCR on the little rack beneath it and then they go, "Okay, we're going to show you a video right now." Yeah, they're going to show a video right now and then they're going to spend 20 minutes trying to figure out why the, the why the TV won't connect to the VCR, and then they have to call down to some somebody in the AV club, and then I gotta go up and show them how to do it, even though I've shown them how to do it every fucking time. I don't understand. It's really easy. In with in, out with out. Yellow to yellow, red to red. What is wrong with you? God, you can teach biology, but you can't learn to work a fucking television? Come on. You are showing your age with that because we definitely didn't have VCRs when I was in high school. I hate you and I hope you rot in hell. So what do you got? <laughs> Here's a tweet that Pottermore posted. You know what Pottermore is? Yeah, this is like J.K. Rowling's professional Twitter account. It's basically the Harry Potter franchise Yeah. Twitter account. Yeah, and she just, you know, they post... You know, Harry Potter-related factoids or whatever, right? Sure. Things like, oh, in the in the Half-Blood Prince, uh, Snape was holding a bingle bingle, blah, blah, or Dumbledore's gay, or anything like that. Like, little tidbits. Yeah. Uh, let me read for you verbatim the tweet they put out on January 4th. 
You ready? Yes. Hogwarts didn't always have bathrooms. Before adopting muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century, witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence. Um, okay. I gotta, (laughs) hold on a second. I've got to figure out which part of this I'm going to (laughs) attack. Okay, number one, that I will confess, I literally just finished reading these books last month. Oh, nice. I, fin- I finally finished. I've never read all of them. I, I read the first four. I will say, the series gets, this sounds like such an idiot conversation for two, the two of us to have <laughs> at this point, but they get better as they keep going. Oh, good. It's almost like the rest of the world knew this 10 years ago. Right. This is what I'm saying. So anyway, I do... <laughs> I will confess, while I was reading the book, I did think, like, something along these lines of, why do they have bathrooms? Couldn't they just... Shit their pants? I mean, most of... Not shit their pants, but most of the time I am thinking of stuff and going, like, why even bother with this? That you're a magician. You can... You're a wizard. You can... Yeah, you're a wizard. Don't... uh, Yes, I caught it. It was... I got it. We're there. What? What? What are you saying? Oh, did you... I thought you were making a whiz joke. (laughs) Did I, was I, I wasn't. Was, was I ahead of you I on that one? I was not making... My no, bad. I was not making a whiz joke. That's okay. very good, though. Thanks. Um, that being said... <laughs> does, here's what I... This, this is the kind of curiosity I have about the Pottermore account. Is it J.K. Rowling? Is she just spouting this shit, like, at random, and someone... She's like, hey... <laughs> Uh, just FYI, like, did she, she couldn't have thought of all of these details while writing the book, right? Like she, she's now just thinking these things up and deciding them to make them canon right? and then throwing them out there on Twitter. Yes. But at the same time, I'm like, is she not running out of stuff? I mean, she must be. Why do you, oh boy. Was that a shit joke? What? No. Am I ahead on you on, on this one too? I'm just, all right. Anyway, my mind's in the, my mind's in the shitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those wizards weren't. Nicely done. Nicely done. Thank you. That was the only real joke that I made. Okay, great. I just, like, is she just running out of factoids to throw out there? Like, it, we, we're literally down to, where did they go to the bathroom? What else could you have possibly, what can, what other facts can you possibly share anymore well, also like wh- what would be the point of that like are they so busy that they don't have time to like go to an outhouse well i guess really like i can understand if she was like hey they didn't have modern they didn't have muggle plumbing which by the way doesn't even make sense because even muggles at hogwarts are being taught how to be a wizard so really couldn't they do the same thing you know what i mean like they're not aliens uh, are they i didn't know that yeah that's what they're well, like, anybody that comes into Hogwarts is studying to be a wizard. So all of them are being trained to do the exact same thing. Are there muggles? Well, yeah, like Hermione and... Well, she's not a she's not a muggle. She has muggle parents. Okay, I see what you're saying. But really, but then why adopt the plumbing at, at all? Do you know what I mean? Then no muggles are coming right. to... Right, yeah, that's a good point. This seems much better than toilets. <laughs> More efficient, anyway. Here's the problem. She's throwing out so many factories, at some point you hit plot holes. You create, you're not creating plot holes. Like, it doesn't make any... That doesn't make any sense. Why would... You're right. Like, why would they just do that wherever? They could, they could have a room. You could still give them a room. 
to go into. You don't have to, because toilets don't make sense, but a room does. You know what I mean? Like, it does, you're right, it doesn't make any sense for wizards to go into a toilet. Because, yeah, like, Ameri- like we had outhouses. Like, that's what we used right. before plumbing. People would just shit in the woods right. in a box, and it would, like, go into the ground. Some of us still do. Watch where you step. Yeah, like, these wizards, I don't know, maybe wizards aren't embarrassed by defecation and urination? I mean, I guess because you can immediately get rid of it. Like, are they getting rid of it while they're going? Is that what she said? Also, though... How do you, don't you need to use your wand? So like a wizard shits their pants. Right. And then points their wand at their butt. At an awkward, yes. Well, not only that, but says like, Magico. Should have been gone. Magico disappeario. And then their pants disappear. Yeah. And then you just see shit covered ass. (laughs) No, because, well, really, because they were all wearing robes, their entire robe would disappear. Maybe they don't have anything on under the robes. So when they go, it just falls out. And then they point at the nugget on the ground. That's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what it sounds like she's saying. But again, what you said makes total sense. It, it doesn't stand to reason that they would just walk around doing this and then disappear it. Why wouldn't they, they could still go into a room. You could basically do it. They would look like, like a regular bathroom with stalls, but there's just no toilet in there. Yeah. It seems like uh, you're leaving yourself open for trouble. If you just, you know, right. shit on the floor, even for a second, like someone could step on that. Right. And slip and fall. Right. Or like you could forget. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, I got to do that thing. I got to get rid of, oh, but I'm late to class. And then there's just shit everywhere. It just, yeah, it seems, this seems odd. Is this, you know what's, here's what's really odd. This is the thing we've talked about longest on this episode. <laughs> Do you have anything else? This is the one we've decided to dwell on, oddly enough. Um, yeah, I got one, I got one other thing we can, uh, real quick, I'll throw this out there. So, with us getting into award season officially, um, a lot, a lot of news has been made about Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars, and then not hosting the Oscars, and then thinking about hosting the Oscars, and then officially not hosting the Oscars all over again. So, the rumors are bandying about, about who's gonna host the Oscars, if anyone. One of the rumors... Us. Is us. Yes. They're going to ask us to do it because we're going to be the last celebrities that have not tweeted anything offensive. That's the level of celebrity they're going to get to is us. And that's just because you don't have a Twitter account. With that being said, one of the options that has been rumored is that we will do a hostless Oscars this season. Yeah, I heard that. And in order to attract ratings and attention, one of the things that they will try and get is to get all of the Avengers to make an appearance throughout the show as presenters. They um, can't afford that. They Now, they did this once before in 2012 when the first Avengers movie came out. They got the original lineup Avengers to present a, an award together. But now the that lineup has kind of ballooned with so many other actors that what they've tried to do now is um i think what the what the rumor is that they're trying to bring the avengers together uh in a way where they would make appearances throughout the show so you'd have robert downey jr and jeremy renner presenting one thing scarlett johansson chris hemsworth presenting something else samuel jackson blah 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 blah. and one of the one of the things it's kind of a slap to the face isn't it? it that's what i was thinking too is that like hey your movies aren't good enough to be nominated but you're good enough to bring to come out and give other people an award yeah 
one of the things that actually points to this possibly being true is that they actually asked anyone involved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe not to present at the Golden Globes. And if you notice, that's true. No one did, with the exception of the cast of Black Panther. They were in attendance because they were nominated. Sure. But I don't think there was anyone else in the MCU that presented an award. Wow. So that's one of the things that they may be doing. And this would be something I don't know what that's about, man. Like, is this all part of that same, like, I don't want to call it a grudge, but that, like, pretentious stuck-up nose thing that started when the MCU started, that they're like, oh, action superhero movies, those don't win awards. Or, like, is this a real thing that, like... Because, like, fucking Suicide Squad won an Oscar. Yeah. Listen, I, I love the MCU... Uh, you know, Avengers, I think, is great. I don't think they're there yet. I, Infinity War could be probably the closest to something that I could see being nominated. I think the plot was dynamic enough and dimensional enough that I could see an argument being made for a, a couple of nominations. But I don't think, I honestly don't think they're there yet. Like, there's a lot, a lot of people saying Black Panther should be nominated. And I, look, I liked Black Panther. But I think that there it has one major flaw to it, and that, and that's not enough white people. Is is exactly that? <laughs> is that it's good, but it didn't have to be in Africa. It should have been in Nebraska. <laughs> no, it, it. But that its main character is the least dynamic person on screen. Okay, like all of the other supporting characters. Yeah, are good. yeah. And so you know, people are like, "Oh, you should nominate Black Panther." And I'm like, "No, you shouldn't. It does have one major flaw in it." It's a really good movie, and it's what it is as an achievement in cinema is great. But that's not it's that's not so much an artistic achievement. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that, it's not. I shouldn't say it's not an artistic achievement, but it's not something to do within the structure of the movie, which is what the Oscars are for. Right. James Wan, okay, director of Aquaman. Yes. He posted a Facebook comment sharing his thoughts about Aquaman not being nominated for an Academy Award in visual effects. He was responding to the VFX supervisor on the film, Kelvin McGillwain. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, but the, the main thing I want you to think about this, and I want you to take home, is that he was actually surprisingly optimistic about it. Uh, this is what he wrote. The fact that your visual effects peers in the Academy aren't recognizing or appreciating what we slash you have all contributed to the film and cinema is a fucking disgrace. Wow. That's... That's really upbeat of him. Yeah, that's what I think. He's he's taking it on the chin. This is for an Oscar nomination? Uh, yes. You're, you're sure about that? The Academy. I assume that's... He's, yeah. He said the fact that your peers in the Academy aren't recognizing it. I mean, it's it's possible that they know before we do. That's what I think it is. Okay. I was I wanted to be like, uh, well, James Wan, first and foremost, um, the, the nominations have not come out yet. <laughs> So maybe that's why, like, I, I kind of wanted him to not realize that the nominations hadn't come out yet. And then he said this and everyone was like, well, we were going to nominate it, but now James Wan shot his mouth off. <laughs> so fuck this guy. Maybe they are out. Cause there's, I have a list here. They're not of the ones that are nominated for visual effects. Oh, wait, wait, wait for the Oscar. Those actually, those nominations may have come out already. I don't know if they do those. Right. 
at a separate date. Just not the important ones. No, the important ones, because voting for the important ones actually started the day after the Golden Globes. Oh, okay. So they just started this this past week. But here are the ones that are up for visual effects. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Maybe that's what it is, because it's a very long list. So it might just be the ones that are being considered. Contender. Like, that yeah, who have been voted. Yeah, in contention. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Infinity War, Black Panther, Christopher Robin, First Man, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Mary Poppins Returns, Ready Player One, Solo A Star Wars Story, and Welcome to Marwin. And noticeably, one missing from this is the um, the, the wizard movie, uh, Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> the wizard movie. For a hot second when you said that, I was like... Was the Great and Powerful Oz out this year? <laughs> no, the other wizard movie. I legit thought that in my mind. I was like, what Wizard of Oz movie came out this year? That's pretty good. As a person who has never seen this film, should it be nominated for a visual effects uh, Oscar? No. No. Even without seeing this film, I can tell you right. And just knowing, I know that people are like, it's the best DC movie yet. Just knowing that, I saw the last movie that you said was the best DC movie yet, which was Wonder Woman, and it was great. Yeah. But the visual effects, once again, came down to Wonder Woman fighting a giant gray thing amongst a lot of smoke and fire and a bunch of wooden wreckage. Like, it's the same damn You're thing. You're actually being very liberal with your critique of that movie, because I, I have always told people it's good. It's it's a fine movie. It's, it's definitely fu- the, it, No, uh, the it best. is a fine movie. I mean, Black Panther and Wonder Woman are in in that same type of parallel for me as well. The movies themselves are fine. They're not fantastic movies. What they did and the statement that they make for the population as a whole, as far as like putting a woman in a lead or creating a cast of only black actors is fantastic. Yeah. That being said, the movies themselves are not great. And that's okay. They don't have to be to make the same statement. But as a movie, like, it's okay to say that these movies are good, but they're not fantastic. I'm not wowed by them. I mean, Black Panther was much better than Wonder Woman. But, oh, Black, oh yes. Black Panther was much better than Wonder Woman. Absolutely. But again, you know, I'm people are like, Wonder Woman for an Oscar. And I was like, not a chance. No way. Should it? Mm, costuming? No, but I'm saying they, they wanted, like, best picture. And I was like, no. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, and yeah, the- I'm like, maybe an Oscar. Right. Maybe not that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The year was 2003, seven years after the critical acclaim for Space Jam put Looney Tunes back on the map, and WB was given the chance to make a sequel starring Tony Hawk called Skate Jam. So instead, the Wizards at WB released Looney Tunes back in action. Do you remember that one, Chris? Uh, I do, yes. Really? Do I remember back in action? I mean, I remember it happening. I didn't watch it. Yeah, no one did. The film grossed $68.5 million worldwide, and it cost $80 million. Nice. Nice. So, like, after DVD sales, uh, international and domestic all added together, it made $12 million less than they budgeted, not including the marketing. It was also the final film to be scored by composer Jerry Goldsmith because it killed him. (laughs) Actually, he died from colon cancer, but he probably got it from this movie. <laughs> it also convinced WB <laughs> to permanently shelve Skate Jam, and uh, Tony Hawk shared this information on Twitter on January 5th. Uh, so we know that one good thing came out of Looney Tunes back in action. 
<laughs> there was no way that that was going to be a good. Uh, there's no way that that was going to be. There's no way. There is no way. There is absolutely zero possibilities that that was going to be right, right. any sort of good movie whatsoever. Like, listen. Yeah, in 2003? No. That was a terror. That would have never. Because Space Jam came out in what year? 1996. Seven? Like 1996, I Something think. Something like that. So, so yeah, 96. Yeah, so 96. So seven years later, they were gonna make a sequel with Tony Hawk. Is the <laughs> listen, Michael Jordan. I'm not like I'm not saying he's a fantastic actor or anything, but he has a little bit of star charisma to him. Just a a a tiny amount okay yeah tony hawk looks like if he didn't get a a, like skateboard contract he would walk into his school wearing sunglasses and a matrix trench coat and shoot up the place i've seen tony hawk jesus i've (laughs) seen tony hawk in interviews and it is like talking to the pressed board that his skateboards are made out of okay there's no he's a he seems like a very nice dad that can somehow do something that young kids can also do. Right. I don't know how. Yeah. But it just, there's no way that, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way that that movie was going to be good. There is no, anyone who's disappointed that Skate Jam didn't happen should just go ahead and kill yourself because Jesus, you have nothing worth living for. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed it didn't happen. Gate jam. Yeah, because it means we don't have something to make fun of. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no Chris earthly way that that was going to be good. Dead serious. I want to go see uh, uh, Holmes and Watson with you. Okay. We got to figure it out. I mean, listen, maybe... All right, here's what's going to happen then. Maybe when they reboot Space Jam with LeBron James, <sighs> a couple years later, they can come out... Or Tony Hawk. They can, wait, hold on. They'll reboot Le, the Space Jam with LeBron James, and then they can make Skate Jam the sequel with Sean White. I don't know who that is, but they could still use Tony Hawk. He's still skateboarding. And oh, in all Jesus. honesty, his body has not changed in 20 years. That's because he was 60 then, and he's 60 now. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm done with this. I'm done. I can't I can't with this anymore. Yeah. There's no... Anyway, I can't. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Is there any way? I mean, maybe. It could have been good. Yeah, I don't know. they could figure it out. Anyway... They they would have they you know they're listen they get paid a lot of money to do this shit what do I know anyway I mean WB made Justice League so they kind of know what they're doing Chris they do know what they're doing they're absolutely baller experts at all of this so that's it that's the show that is we did this thing and now it's a thing and it exists in the world now yeah so there's that yeah all right hey Andrew hey Andrew yeah hey Andrew what is it. I don't even have the energy for this bit after that last... After There's no way. Andrew, where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Twitter.com, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. They can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on YouTube by searching the Media Lunch Break on either of those. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on Google Play Music. Uh, you can email us at... Uh, the media lunch break at gmail.com you can go to our website at www.themedialunchbreak at gmail.com 
You can go visit us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Uh, give us a couple dollars because we're homeless. Um, I'm just plugging in the microphones into like a, a power outlet at a bank um, because we don't have food or a shelter or electricity. I'm just yelling really loudly. And I'm not stalling because I can't think of the last thing. I'm just saying that like we live in a bank that has an outlet because someone else pays for that electric did we, bill. Did we say iTunes? I think I did. Did we say Spotify? I might not have said Spotify. You can listen to us on Spotify also. I still got to get us back on Farmers Only. Hey, here's the thing, by the way. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, if you listen to us through iTunes, we don't really mention this a whole lot, but if you could go ahead and rate us and give us a five-star rating, that would be... That's um, rate with a T. Rate. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us a five-star... Give us a five-star rating or the other one as long as it's five stars that's fine too i want a good five star Uh, no matter what happens it needs to be quality is really what it comes down to see this is what's gonna make it so we can never direct a guardians of the galaxy movie yep that's it that is it I hope Silver Surfer is still available. That would be so. Give us a, give us a five star rating if you want to give us a one star rating. That's a different website. You'd have to I don't know. I have to find out which Dude, one that, that is. That joke alone was worth a five star rating. That was a five star. It joke. really is. It's so anyway. Yeah. So that's it. So we're gonna. So next week we're talking about uh, bird snatch bird box. <laughs> Uh, we actually have a, a... What is it? It's Bird Box. We have a video coming out about it soon as well okay. uh, that I did blindfolded and reading a book, um, which is a talent on my resume. But uh, I mentioned <laughs> in the video that Bird Box sounds a lot like something you order from KFC. That it does. In fact, I'm really surprised they don't have it. Yeah, I know. A Bird Box, especially to market this film. If... Um, oh, I can't wait to talk about that next episode yeah it's gonna be great so head over to our youtube channel and listen to listen to well if you're in the bird box universe you'll have to cover your eyes and listen to the youtube videos but you can watch them if if you're not worried about ghosts eating you or whatever happens in that movie i fell asleep (laughs) uh yeah so that's the thing we did a thing we did a thing all right by the way if in the next six months kfc comes out with the kfc bird box they owe us so much fucking money so much money yeah it's what I dream about. It's the American dream. It's how we all get rich. <laughs> by suing each other for infringement on YouTube. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Until next time. Yeah. I don't have an end to that sentence, but... We gotta figure out a normal way to end these. I will never do that. Ever. It's the best way to end a podcast is awkwardly. <laughs> Same way to start a podcast as is the middle way of doing a podcast. is just awkwardness throughout. Are you still recording? Because I haven't stopped. All right, let me... uh, What do we got? What do we got? What should I do next? What should I do next? What do we got? What should I do next? What should I do next? Cut all of this out.